Good evening, everyone, and good evening, Mr. Bob. Hi. How's it going? It's me. I'm doing good. Hey, we're here on uh, some date. I think it's Tuesday, August 31st. That is correct. It's the final day of August. <laughs> wow. It's been, uh, it's, it's been really exciting. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> Uh, it's also been a while, and uh, yeah, this is uh, this is one of them fifth week type things where it's not quite as crazy as it could be, yeah. but uh, still kind of crazy. Yeah, there's a lot for a fifth week. I was looking at the the, the list of titles before I came in to prepare myself, and uh, I thought, oh, a bunch of annuals, but then no, no, indeed, there are many other non-annuals. And now you're prepared. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go through this right now. It. I'm going to start this second. I'm ready. Um, the funny thing is that we're going to start off with Alberto Breca's Dracula Ooh. hardcover edition, which is amazing and bizarre and not at all what you would expect from him. Uh, real weird. I love it. Yeah. This is the guy Completely. that I... So this is, yeah, this is yeah. a very strange story because yeah, you actually... You brought me a gift of the the Alberto Breca Cthulhu Mythos book from the seventies. Yes, all in French, which <laughs> is absolutely absolutely phenomenal. I mean, like just mind blowing. It is so clear where Mignola got every single thing he does. Yeah, it is shocking. It's like <laughs> literally Lovecraft monsters and uh, and Nazis with really heavy dark inks and it's like oh hello there proto Mignola Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's it's strange because he is a I mean Mignola is a fucking genius but this guy is a super genius yeah I mean he is a very talented artist this guy is a very genius he's a very technical artist and and that's why this Dracula is really strange because Mm. The the Cthulhu Mythos book that you bought me or gave to me uh, is very, very, like, the lines are just tiny and brilliant. Yeah. This looks like um, the guy that does all the monster comics for, like, Playboy and uh, what is his name? Playboy has monster comics? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh my God! I wish I was hornier. Oh, I'm so <laughs> sorry. I wish I could. Them. I wish I could think of this guy. Um, yeah, he's. Oh my God! You know what? I'm going to pause this right now. Ooh, that that. I comes. was of course referring to Gahan Wilson, which I totally knew and did not have to stop this and look up <laughs> on the internet uh, because I know things and don't need to use the internet because my brain works fine. Well, I will say that you definitely nailed the uh, the uh, the connotation with this Dracula because wow. Yeah, it's fascinating. This is. And I mean, unexpected. It is not at all what his style is normally, and this is this is a a crazy parody of society, uh, as opposed to being a straightforward telling of Dracula. It is weird, like insider French parody of. <laughs> yeah, there's like literally it's a vampire so biting Superman. Yeah, there's. I love that thing where it's like if you just don't put the S symbol on his chest, you can literally draw Superman and it's <laughs> yep. just like have him do whatever. It's true. I think you can also just draw Superman and do whatever with him as long as it's clearly parody. Oh man, you know what I found? Because he is he is so he's the yeah. skidoo of superheroes. <laughs> Twenty three skidoo. I mean, or the band aid or the Jello of superheroes. <laughs> I found a uh, La- National Lampoon uh, comics collection at an antique mall this Ooh. weekend, and it has. Uh, I won't go Super too far Jesus. Down no, it doesn't have Super Gosh, Jesus, shit. but it does Love have Zimmerman. The uh, 
to yes. Bob Dylan yeah, as a yeah. superhero, but it has in it. Um, uh, they did a Mad Magazine parody issue that is like if you were to have seen it on the stands at the time you would right. think it was an issue of mad it's like unless you're really looking closely huh. at it where it says it's like it's done in a way where it looks exactly like an issue of mad but it's wow. not because I, it's I, actually I'm unfamiliar funny. with this. it is savage just absolutely <laughs> savage I'll i really would that. love to see that uh i'll bring it in for you because cool. it's really cool anyway Along to Bracula. (laughs) Along to Bracula. Uh, Alberto Breca's Dracula. Great. Good stuff. Um, I enjoy it quite a bit. Yeah, this is really cool looking stuff. And it sounds like my microphone is fizzing out, so I'm going to uh, stop this again and listen to what's going on. I don't know. I don't hear anything. All right. So you should read that. And I guess there's nothing wrong with this. Unless you hear it and there is something wrong, I'm so sorry. Uh, Anyway, on to Amazing Spider-Man by Nick Spencer, volume four fucking teen. Whoa. Chameleon conspiracy. Jesus Christ. Somebody stop him before he continues to write Spider-Man. I'm very, very tired. Is this Um, like a thing where it's like there's just so many issues in a year that it because it doesn't feel like he's been on Spider-Man. No, he hasn't. It's because Spider-Man is weekly. (laughs) Spider-Man is weak. Damn, this one is. Uh, I'm sorry, the Nick Spencer Spider-Man is weak, and honestly, (laughs) we'll go into it. Ouch. But uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, Amazing Spider-Man Omnibus Hardcover, Volume 5. This is the... What is it? God. What era? Uh, 143 through 180. Holy shit. I didn't even know what I'm buying anymore. That's... It's really weird, but uh, that's super cool. I'm glad that they're doing these in in order, so you can get an omnibus of every era. Hmm. That's great. Um, if I had known, I probably would have started buying these. Uh, Aquaman 80th anniversary, 100 page, super spectacular special, number one, one shot by DC Comics. Uh, this one, it's so full of Aquaman that. 80 pages couldn't couldn't contain it all so they made it 100 pages yes there's some top 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 talent in this book yeah and, there really uh, is if you are a fan of aquaman this book is for you and there's some stuff in it that i thought was funny um there was one of them that had art in it that i absolutely loathed but the story was really sweet and cool and i was like oh okay like it's just not my thing Clearly, it's not a bad artist. It's just somebody who does something that is, it's so, it's so puffy and like just, there's no detail to anything. I kind of hate it. It's, (laughs) it's very, it it was very nothing to me, but the story was really sweet. And so, so I got over it really quick. Hmm. Uh, Yeah, this was cool. And on a different week where there were less books, I probably would take this home. I mean, there's a Ramona Fredone cover. Uh, There's also like a Walt Simonson cover. There's a Michael Cho cover. The Michael Cho cover is kick ass. Honestly, this is like one of those ones where it's uh, like everything up to 1970 is so awesome that you would want to get multiple covers. Yep, some if some were, really good me. stuff, and also the uh, the Becky Cloonan one is uh, very sexy. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know if I saw <laughs> that. Got, Becky Cloonan it's got a real real bedroom eyes on that one. Wow, Aquaman, you can't marry a woman without gills. <laughs> it's so true. Uh, it's funny because it's true. Avengers number 48 is out. This is the beginning of the Winter Hulk. Uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, sort of. Where we, in that it's part three of the Winter Hulk storyline. In that we broke the goofy meter on writing comics. Yeah, for, the art is actually really good in it's this It's fun. I mean, but that's the thing, is that it doesn't matter that they broke the goofy meter. It's a fun comic, hmm. you know, so... It, it's great. Um, I absolutely enjoy it, even though it is dumb as a fucking bag full of people who take horse suppositories. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, you know they cure COVID. Oh, sorry. Uh, Basilisk, number four, cover A. <laughs> That's a comic book. You can also get cover B. <laughs> you can also get cover B or two of the incentive covers. Ooh. You know what? I think I've had a long day. and uh, <laughs> Extra goofy edition. Sorry, everybody. Um, I do love that book. Hmm. As I've, men- as I've said it. many times, I like it because it's very Stephen Kingy. The past, in as they the mentioned past. in France. Uh, Batman Adventures. Cat got your tongue. Trade paperback. That would, of course, be Catwoman mm. that they are referring to. Uh, and the tongue would be the two of them making out. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> G- yeah. Yeah. Batman, Fear State Alpha, number one, one shot. Didn't read it. Probably should have. I'm I, actually looking forward to this series quite a bit. I, this is one where I have to be honest. Like, I want to hype everything. Uh, like, I have been into Batman. I'm, I'm more than passably excited for Fear State. That said, I hated the art in this comic so badly that I'm like, I'll really? figure out what happens when the next one comes out. I just didn't like it. And it's, it's, yeah. it's honestly, it's me. It's, it, it, this might be perfectly acceptable art oh, for no, anyone else, it. but I just, I don't, there was something about the art in this that I just did not like. And I was like, I'm, I can't do it. Is it weird? This, you know, this is, this is corporate culture really fucking brainwashing me because I feel like I've got a little bit of a like, weird bitterness towards Tinian for leaving DC and I'm like why the <laughs> fuck would I have that yeah go get away from the giant corporation and do something original yeah. shut up Take why am I money and run. why am I saying this but it's I do have this weird like jerk how dare he who does he think he is well you know when you're invested in like a month to month uh kind of like yeah, continuing exactly. story of <laughs> Batman uh, of a quack who's yeah. gone to the dogs <laughs> quack who's gone to the dogs but uh, you, and then the person just quits in the middle of it, and yeah. you're like, okay, like, well, then why am I? I just invested right. like two years of my life but, in collecting this. But, but also, said, in in all fairness, this is also uh, he is doing the whole fear state event, and so that will cap nice. off his whole run, yeah. and so that's already in the bag. And I'm cool. I am looking forward to this, and I think yeah. as a as a closer to a Batman career, this is not the worst that I've seen. He never let it get boring. He, you know, I like his run. And like on the only the reason. end of the Scott Snyder run, I was like, please stop writing Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, please, like fucking and then thirty he kept issues going in for like two yeah. event books. But uh, no, please, this is this is enough. Yeah. You were great in the beginning, and just stop. If this had art I liked, I definitely would have bought it. Like unquestioned, yeah. like no question. But uh, but yeah. Anyway, fierce. Oh, Alpha, I loved his event. The, books though <laughs> see that's yeah. fine it was it was the main ongoing batman uh just like lost me as soon as it went back to like year zero i liked death Oof. metal and i liked I like death metal and i like the other one but. The, the second one in that i knew what was going i, I kind of 
predicted what was going to happen at the end. And so I was really happy about that <laughs> outcome. And I, and I believed that it was going to come. And so I was enthusiastic. Plus you got wonder woman with chainsaw hand, yeah. which was cool. But like, other than a few cool visuals, I felt like the second one was a mess. Oh, Actually, yeah. I think honestly, both of them were a mess, but they're fun. But messes. The first In one the way that really like, I love mess. ultimatum. It's yes. like, it's terrible, but I really <sighs> enjoy it. Yikes. Cause it's just such a mess. Yeah. Anyway, agree. whatever. Uh, beauty, all good things. One shot. It's a one-shot for the book Beauty that we really don't sell very well. Uh, Black Butler, graphic novel volume 30 of the manga Black Butler. I don't like that title. Uh, It's not great, uh, (laughs) but it is a... Uh, it is a euphemism. It is not. Uh, it is not referring to his race, so it is not a racist comic specifically. Excellent. It is something else. Um, hey, did you skip Batman Superman by any chance? Or I did indeed skip Batman Superman because uh, it looked like every other Batman, Batman, Batman. Here's the problem with that, though. It, Batman Superman Annual Number Whatever. It looks really good. Actually, it's so cool. It's a flip book, so both even if you get the variant, both of the covers are flip covers. So, like, depending on which way, you just like flip it over. You can start it at either end, and then it meets in the middle in this really cool twisty. Uh, but there's um, w- the Superman one is by Francovilla, and the the Batman one is like like a 1930s like 40s Batman serial. Like like it continues like what Gene Yang has been doing with the Batman Superman book, um, but a one contained story that meet literally meets in the middle and spirals into itself uh, in a really cool way. And I just kind of wanted to shout it out because it was cool it book. meets in the middle just like benjamin button and his girlfriend uh is that like that bear that wears the coat no that's <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry I benjamin did, button is the guy I that ages loved, backwards i loved benjamin button the story of the bear <laughs> that wears a coat <laughs> Sorry. This is what if you I, get when you I have ever, me do a podcast. If I ever meet Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio, I'm going to tell him that I loved him as the bear that wore a coat. <laughs> uh, your your finest hour. Yes. Um, Black Hammer Reborn, number three, is out. I like Black Hammer Reborn. It's a cool book. Looks cool. Yeah. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, number she's, 29. She's a robot. She does appear to be a robot. I read this one because I was like, every time we talk about Buffy. Or is that the Buffy bot? No, it's Buffy, but she has like cyborg parts, I think. Hmm. Maybe it's the Buffy robot. I'm not really sure. I flipped through it. I I can't say I really read it. But I was like, every time Buffy comes out, I don't look at it at all. And then I was like, I should look at Buffy and see like what the deal is. And then it was like, She's a robot. She's fighting demon dogs. It is a multiverse comic, so there is uh, there is a Buffy bot of some description. Okay. And then she says demon dogs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now she just cuts one. You'll catch you'll cut catch your death in the fog, young girl. They call them the devil dogs. <laughs> uh, Captain America, volume five. All die young, volume two. Ah, oh, Jesus. You know what? I'm. This has been pointed out a million times by a million people who've said it more concisely than I, and we even said it last time. But Jesus Christ, guys, you want to know why manga's fucking crushing you? That's why. Captain America, Tanahisi Coates, Trade Paperback, Volume 5, All Die Young, Part 2. <laughs> Eat shit and die. You know what? That should be number Wait, 46. It's called Eat Shit and Die? It is. That's the subtitle. It's called Eat Shit and Die. Wow. 
It's hardcore for a Captain America book. Is <laughs> yes. it censored? Does it have like a little umlaut yes. in the middle? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's called All Die Young, Volume 2. And I don't know why they are not just just mangifying all of the books. Yeah. And it feels like there are enough people yelling that at the big two right now that it may start happening. I don't know. Hmm. We'll see. Uh, Captain America number 32 is a comic book, which Did I do you not mean read. Captain Marvel? America Marvel, yes. it's uh, America Marvel. Well, she's technically American, I believe. She is. See? I was partially Served right. Served in the U.S. military forces. Look at that. Hence the captain. <laughs> and hence the Marvel. Uh God damn it. Uh, Creeps Spooktacular 2022. Whoa. You will find that that is a pun on the word spectacular using the word <laughs> spook because it is creepy with monsters. Also getting closer to Halloween. It sure is. Halloween merch is on the sales. Yes. And you'll find that Halloween merchandise is always on sale at Coast City Comics because <laughs> I am a weird goth, a goth type. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a weird, weird goth type. And uh, we've got an amazing trade paperback here uh, called Crime Confidential. Oh, yeah, it's it just is amazing, a, like, genuinely. A big collection of really wackadoo pre-code crime comics, which if you are a fan of old-timey comics, you will know uh, pre-code crime is the precursor to pre-code horror hmm. and is what led directly into it. And usually, like, even Tales from the Crypt started out as a crime comic because they were about people being murdered and terrible things happening and the crypt keeper was originally a guy who worked in the police crypt and he was like let me tell you a story about a police crime really it was yeah the original uh he came from a thing called oh police stories huh. I something did not, like that i learned something today yeah and so he was like ah oh, you know what happens when you do a crime it's look at this corpse he'll <laughs> tell a story about why crime ain't so good for you <laughs> Uh, and that was that was a fun thing that people like to read. Uh, and another fun thing that people like to read is Tom Taylor comic books like Dark Ages number one. Read this fucking comic. Yeah, it's really good. It's really, really, Genuinely really, good. really good. Yeah. That's all I have to say about it. It's yeah. an event book. There's a big crazy thing that happens. Everything goes dark and blah, blah, blah. But it's awesome. And I I just can't yeah. say enough fucking awesome things about Tom Taylor. God damn it. No, Tom Taylor is a, is a true, true, true gem. Uh, this book is, I would say, uh, it's like a cosmic onslaught level event that threatens to destroy the world, but ends up... Think, it's called Dark Ages. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you do the math. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's different. It's different than what you think it is, but it's still amazing, and oh my God, uh, Peter Parker's kid... Oh yeah, it's a great Peter Parker's kid moment. Seriously, would read a hundred issues of just like babysitting that kid. That is what <laughs> that's what like the Spider-Man series should be. Peter Parker has a kid, this kid, and they're just like it's like baby's day out with a kid that has spider powers. You know, th <laughs> I would watch the fuck out of that. <laughs> that's a TV show. Yeah, it would be a great um, TV show. Whatever. Anyway. It is out, and uh, even if you have event fatigue, please trust me on this one. If you like Marvel comic books, you need to read this. 
Yes. That's, that it, it's the only recommendation yeah. that I will say, everyone, if you like Marvel Comics, read this fucking book. Yeah, totally. It's like, hey, are you sad that you didn't get Marvel Zombies number one, the first Marvel Zombies number one? Like, but you don't yeah. love zombies so much? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. Just get yes. it. Yes. Just get it. And speaking of just get it, Demon Days, Cursed Web, number Demon one. Demon Days. This is another beauty. Uh, absolutely love it. Yeah. Um, Peach, of, Peach of course, Momoko. Of course, Peach Momoko always doing amazing work. And uh, and this is no this is no exception. Um, we've got Doctor Strange, the epic collection, Vampiric Verses, which is the Doctor Strange, Sorcerer Supreme, 14 through 33, and Ghost Rider, number 12. So we got some, like, early Ooh, 90s stuff. This is, like, Midnight Suns era it is. Yeah, yeah. kind of shit. And yeah, it's actually really these. fun. It's it's weird because we got a big collection of these in at one point, and I just started reading. I just started pulling them out and reading them in order, and I was like, man, this is a fun story. And then it turns into that story where Doctor Strange gets replaced by, like, a weird future or at least he like he changes his costume and mm. is kind of like a weird cosmic version of yeah, dr strange totally i i don't know i like that run mm. uh and speaking of uh ec comic horrors we have the trade paperback version of vault of horror trade paperback one great stuff yeah definitely eternals trade paperback volume one only death is eternal uh, only death Yep, so the rest of them are a bunch of fucking liars. <laughs> so if somebody tells you they're an Eternal in some sort of major motion picture, you send them packing. You tell them I said to, to get lost. <laughs> get out of here. Get out of here. You're not Eternal. Only death is Eternal. Um, Firepower, number 15. Ooh. Comic book. Yes. Uh, so... Geiger, number six. I went way out of my way to not say Geiger by accident. Um, <laughs> wow. HR. I got to tell you, this was not where I saw this comic book going. <laughs> um, cool. This is the end of the arc, and uh, it is a massive oversized comic book. It's like a 45 or 50 pager. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, yeah, um, surprising. Yes. Let's say let us let's call it surprising. I like it. What's a junkyard Joe? <laughs> oh my God, junkyard Joe! I'm a big is, fan. I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe junkyard Joe is going to be the star of the next one. It seems like he might be. God, I hope so. Me too. Um, all right. So Harley Quinn, twenty twenty one annual number one. Yeah, this was cool. I like the art style on this one. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's fine. Cool. Me. Uh, doesn't matter because it will sell because there's the weird uh, latexy variant cover that everyone will buy for some reason. Oh, well, people like that Harley Quinn latexy with, variant with a shiny butt. Oh, um, shiny butt! <laughs> actually, you can't see her butt. It's just uh, she's just shiny in general. Um, Hellions fifteen is out. I flipped through it and didn't understand what was happening. <laughs> cool. Uh, we've got the newest issue of Horror Hound, which is all about. Uh, Italian horrors and has specials on the Beyond and Suspiria and uh, a thing about Goblin and it's awesome. And apparently also Don't Breathe 2. And Don't Breathe Part 2. I did like that movie. Not the second. I haven't seen the second one, but I like the first one. Mm. Um, 
it's got that that burly guy in it who should have been cable but uh <laughs> somebody else took it out of his hands uh incredible hulk by peter david omnibus hardcover volume two oh, wow that's nice. a lot of hulk that is a lot of hulk that was a long run yep it sure was and it was all really good i subscribed to it by mail man one of my two books you know that the hulk has had so many good runs over the years it's weird it's weird that the hulk was one of those comics it doesn't seem like the hulk would be something that had a bunch of really good moments but like man bruce jones yeah that i mean peter david the (laughs) immortal there's just there's been so many good harlan ellison wrote some classic hulk (laughs) hell is a tiny hulk (laughs) hell is a tiny hulk was that what it is uh it's something like that or the hulk at the the hell at the heart of the atom or something he the the hulk screamed at the heart of the atom or some Uh, shit i have the book that's the the because that was too shouted love at the heart of the world or something like that but like i don't know if that's the name of the hulk one yeah it's a it's a play on that version which he would do that too, where he would like take his books and he'd just be like, well, yeah, what if, uh, what if the kid with the dog that survived the atomic bomb was uh, the Hulk? And yeah. I'll fuck you. And then, <laughs> and then he'd Roy say, Thomas is like, yes, sir. Yes, let's, yes do let's do that. Because everyone is afraid of Harlan Ellen. Because <laughs> they're afraid that he's going to like kill them or something. He's he the, did sue the shit out of some people. He was the grumpiest man in science fiction. <laughs> but he wrote some cool stuff. He sure did. Um, let's see. Infinite Frontier, number five. Ah, yes. Thing, this is this, I, you know, whatever. (laughs) I don't know either. I I know what, but I'm not going to talk about it because I'll sound like a huge nerd, so it's cool. I like it. You know, if you're a DC (laughs) fan, you probably like it. Yeah, you wouldn't want to sound like a huge nerd on a comic book podcast. Okay, I'm a big Arsenal fan, and he's a huge part of it. Uh, Also, you know, whatever. The only thing about Infinite Frontier for me that was a little disappointment is like, on the second issue, it was like jam artist, and every issue subsequent has had like 12 artists, and I'm just like, that's too many artists. Just like have like a consistent art style. Like that's really like important because when you collect it, it's going to look like crap. Yeah. In a book, you know, it's like you don't, but I mean, that said, it's fine, you know, yeah. whatever. It's Infinite Frontier is like telling a story and it's getting you from point A to point B. And if you're into the mythos of DC Comics, like you're into it because yeah. I'm into it. It's going to cool. be, things are going to be a little weird at DC for a while right now. Yeah. They've lost a lot of people. Um, mm. They have, uh, they have lost their two biggest writers. They've, uh, they've only got a handful of editors. Uh, Everyone is bailing uh, or being fired, and uh, twenty-six books are going to be late. Um, Ooh, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of late stuff going on. Huh. I don't know. That's it's not, not great. But uh, huh. they're yeah, you know, they just don't have they don't have a lot going on right now. That's not cool. Get it together, DC. Um, you know what? I'm going to pause one more time. Oh. All right, and uh, so we've got Ink Blot number twelve. Cool. Lady Mechanica hardcover volume one. Whoa. We have Wiccan and Hulkling Last Annihilation. I don't know. Which yeah, I believe is a one shot. Yeah. Uh, Last Annihilation is. Uh, see, there was an annihilation, <laughs> uh, and this is the last one. They're promising that there won't be another one. 
uh, and that is a promise they are not going to fucking keep. I can guarantee <laughs> yeah, you that. Yeah, I don't think we'll ever see a- Annihilation again. <laughs> this is the last version of any of this. Uh, no, it's just a big, it's a big cosmic event that's going on. Ah. Uh, Lucky Devil number two. What a cool book. Yeah, I like Lucky Devil. Me too. It's cool. Yep. Uh, Lara Star, Many Deaths of. Lara Star, comma. Lila. 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 L-A-I-L-A. Lila. Got me. I got knees. all of the issues of this, and I'm going to now that I have them all, because I read the first one sort of, and I was just like, okay, I need to wait till these are all out. And then I'm going to read them all, because I like Ram V a lot, uh, and he wrote it. And Philippe Andrade, or Andrade is the artist, and I like the art. Uh, when it, I'm going to read them all, and then when the trade comes out, then maybe I'll have some things to say about it. But as of yeah. now, all I can tell you is I bought them, but I have not read them. I got to tell you, I was not into the first issue, um, but... Uh, it's selling very well, so I think it probably has something that I was missing. Yeah. Uh, Marauders by Gary Duggan, hardcover volume one, is out. Midnighter 2021 annual is out. It's uh, it's Michael Oming. Yeah, there's just so many chapters Which... of this Midnighter thing that's been serialized in a bunch of comics, and then now there's an annu- full annual that's like telling this whole story. Yeah, weird. But I, it's got Mr. Miracle in it, I can tell you that too. Yes. Uh, Money Shot number 14 has uh the monster oh, sex yep it's got all that um let's see wow that's uh something i didn't know that my ipad could do please stop doing it though <laughs> <laughs> i'm very impressed please stop okay that's weird what the fuck didn't know it could do windows away <laughs> i hate when that happens when you discover something that you didn't know it could do and then you can't get rid of it but it's like it's not helping me at all thank you so much <laughs> um Okay. Uh, yeah, and gone. Oh, oh, it can go dual screen for no reason. That's fun. Uh, okay, cool. I will continue to go dual screen for no reason. Uh, <laughs> New Mutants number twenty-one. Mm. Red Sonia number one. Red Sonia by Mirka and Dolpha number one. Oh, is that for real? Yeah. But oh it's wow. Just, it's, she just She's just it. writing it. Oh, okay. That doesn't do much. Art is not by Mirka and Dolpha. That makes sense because Dynamite could not afford art by America and Dolpho for an entire comic. <laughs> uh, Retro Fan Magazine number 16. Uh, lots of uh, HR Puffin stuff. Yes, and Marvel superheroes cartoons of 1966. Also very good. I remember watching all of those and I loved them. Uh, as a kid, I would watch the Mighty Marvel Marching Society from the 60s, nice. and it was the worst thing in the world, but I still loved it. It was the, all of the the cartoons had the, the like, uh, what was it, what was the other, there was another one, uh, Clutch Cargo, where it was just like, it was almost like the uh, Conan O'Brien bit, where the mouth is like in the, <laughs> in the cutout, okay. but it was like animated mouth, <laughs> where like, <laughs> It was just the like a still image and a mouth moving inside it. <laughs> that was like that wow. was the Mighty Marvel Marching Society. Interesting. I yeah. don't think I've ever seen it. Oh my god! It had the best songs. Huh. Uh, I should Google that. You absolutely should. should YouTube that. It was very fun. I, I mean, I thought it was great as a kid because I didn't know any better. Um, speaking of things that I would have liked as a kid because I don't know any better, uh, rock and roll biographies. Uh, <laughs> Judas Priest. Uh, Secret Superstar. This was really good. Yeah, it really was. It was yeah. insane how good the art was and how decent the storytelling Blown was. Blown away. Thing. I might say Why this is was the this best good? rock and roll comics art 
I've seen. Absolutely. And the and the other and it has a Sam Hain backup. The other magic secret is that the backup is all Sam Hain and that looks just as good or better than the main feature. Yep. And it's like it's a full on story about Sam Hain. Yeah. Or Sal. It's Sal, the secret know, origin whatever. of oh, whatever. Or yeah. Whatever. I'm not gonna pronounce it right. I'm not it's gonna Sam pronounce Hain. it right. It's Sam Hain. Yeah. It's the secret origin of Judas Priest, backup feature, secret origin of Sam Hain. Uh With yes. Decent art. Decent art. Nice black and white newsprint interior. Very, I liked it. I, I was like, wow, this is cool. Yeah. Uh, Rue Morgue, Junjay Ito issue. So nice. That's that's pretty cool. Uh, Savage Dragon is a comic book that people read. Mm. Sinister War, the mm. Spider-Man story about Spider-Man getting his ass kicked on every <laughs> single page until he's ridiculous. nothing but a just bloody pulp of a human being. Uh, wow. Wow. Uh, it was ridiculous. I've got to say that it ended well, even though it was a nothing burger for the whole thing. It was just literally an yeah. excuse to have an artist who could draw every single one of Spider-Man's villains on like every panel. Yeah. You know, which is is cool. I mean, he he did knock that out of the park, but it was like <laughs> it was weird. It was a weird one, but the the ending may not be worth the price of admission, but the ending was fun was a like it was a it was a good character moment yeah um spawn number 321 mm-hmm. is out a magic number so maybe it's a good one spawn is the <laughs> spawn is the number. spawn is the loneliest number that you'll ever do <laughs> uh star wars high republic number nine is out static season one number three cool uh, we have uh, an obscenely expensive retailer thank you from Stray Dogs. Thank you to the Stray Dogs people who know that we've been like inundated by scalpers getting crap <laughs> all the time. And so they gave us this one shot that only goes to comic shops. Ooh. And we get one copy of it, and it's like worth about 125 bucks. Oh. Is so. it the an, an, like a new Stray Dogs yeah, comic? it's it's no, it's just literally all of the covers. Oh, it's just a it's a comic book collection of all of the covers of Stray Dogs. Cool, it's Those pretty were cool. Some amazing covers. There really were. What a it cool was, treat! It was fun. Nice. So there's that. Um, of course, that's going to show up in the deluxe hardcover edition, but you know, whatever, that's fine. Uh, it's not going to be in comic book edition. Mm-hmm. Swamp Thing, a New Roots trade paperback. Swamp. Oh, which one is this? Um, new Roots. New. Zoo review. It is. Oops. Uh, the description is great because it says it's a Swamp Thing comic book. Uh, so is, is it on the shelf over there? Yes. Hold on. I'll I'll, I'll go tell you. Please do. Uh, and I will tell you that my favorite DC book of the week was Teen Titans Academy number six. It's so good, and it's got some great moments with everybody's favorite uh, monkey's uncle, uh, Gorilla Greg. Actually, he's a monkey's nephew. I'm sorry. Grodd is a monkey's uncle, and he is Grodd's nephew, so whatever. But still awesome. And it's, you know, sure. Is it a little derivative of Doyle Dormammu? Yes, it is. But I don't care. I think it's delightful. Um Transformers 34. Also, Doyle Dormammu is still my favorite character in all of comics. Uh, Transformers, the King Grimlock, number two. And we have a reprint of Ultimate Fallout, number four, the first appearance of Miles Morales, uh, which is pretty exciting because that book is out of everyone's price range right now. So 
and it will now guarantee that someone comes in and tells you they have the first appearance of Mike Miles Morales. Uh, it's, this for the one, rest of I time. mean, this one especially because it looks—it's a facsimile it looks, essentially. It looks exactly the same because yeah. it's got the same price on it. Yeah. Where like when somebody's like, "Hey, look, I've got the first appearance of Flash," yeah. and it's got a four-dollar price tag <laughs> on it, you go, "Well, clearly it's not." But you know, Ultimate Fallout Four had a four-dollar price tag on it, so this one is going to be a little. I mean, I know yeah. the difference because the 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 UPC is in a different place, but it's still yeah. weird. Also, the Indicia will of probably course. indicate that it's a facsimile. The, the Swamp Thing New Roots, by the way, is a reprint of the Walmart Swamp Thing comic books. Oh, nice. Written by Mark Russell and happen to all be very good. I think there's even some Phil Hester written ones in there as well. But uh, if you were a fan of those or if you were consarnate it in uh, the fact that you could not get them because they were available exclusively in a Walmart, uh, this is the trade paperback for you. It's actually totally worth getting. Uh, cool. Some of these books are, are actually little short, basically just like little short Swamp Thing stories. Little short Swamp Things. Yeah, he's tiny. Oh, that's it's like so they cute. cross the atom with Swamp Things. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so, he's so adorable. Um I mean, I, speaking of things that I've been going through because I keep going through collections, I've been putting out Swamp Thing issues, and, uh, you know, I put out a bunch of early ones, but then I put out a bunch of late ones as well in the 130s. Oh, that's and the I was like, Oh, ones. my God. It's the era when Tefe shows up, and she's like, she makes the, the fucking big... Uh, big daisy she's like I'm she's using her powers and she makes these sentient daisies because she has a cross of the animal man powers and the mm. swamp thing powers because she's a person and a swamp thing yeah. so she makes animated daisies that dance around for her and then she like has like she's like uh, the parents are like oh you can't do that oh they get mad at her or something and then in protest she makes a gigantic daisy monster Yes. So fucking do good. That. Oh my God. Yeah, I love that, that era. That was before the, the final uh, run of the Vertigo, the original yeah. Vertigo. So like that was, um, yeah, that was a pretty wacky kind of anything goes era. Nancy it Collins. Was. Maybe? Yeah. That was the Nancy Collins era. Yeah. And then more. I like it. I like the Nancy Collins era. Yeah, like, no, I think she's, fine. I think she's great, which is funny because I don't think her books are very good. I think it's one of those things where at the time it wasn't very popular, but maybe like revisiting it, you're like, Oh, this is much better than I remember it being. They, they released an omnibus edition of the Nancy Collins stuff. I actually special ordered it for a customer recently. So, cool. um, it came in and I was like, Oh, I want to read this. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I only ordered one. Oopsie. Those are really good. And then the, sorry, <laughs> the, the Millar Morrison run from after that is actually also very, oh, very yeah, of course. and yeah. really good. All oh. very good. Um, Undiscovered Country is a comic that I am no longer following, but I hear is pretty good. Uh, Vengeance of Vampirella is a comic that I have never followed and uh, it has pretty covers. Um, Walking Dead 22 is a comic book that I read back in the day and I enjoyed. Mm. And it is out in a deluxe edition. Color. Yes, very deluxe. And uh, we only find them when they're dead. Number eight is out. 
I would say my recommendation on this, even though I do like the book, is I would recommend that you follow yeah, it. In no, this is this is a this is absolutely a trade book. Yeah. Like this is like uh, reminds me of like Black Science or something where it's yeah, like the story no, just unfolds so slowly that reading it I month do not want easy to get lost. Yeah, I don't want to read individual issues of it. Uh, I want to read the trades, mm-hmm. uh, and it is great, but it is definitely a trade book. Uh, Web of Spider Man number four of five is out. That is W-E-B of Spider-Man. Featuring the first appearance of Cygor. Finally. Or no, Cy-Cob. cy Is it it psychic corn on the cob? Yeah, (laughs) I can't really remember, but it rhymed with Ty-Cob, so I think it's Cy-Gob. So it's a telepathic ball of mucus that someone spit up. Reference like some weird ancillary character from nowhere, like... Marshall Blood and sing, you know, and I do it's love like, that no, one. I'm not him. I am Psychor. And it's like, wait, you're not this <sighs> obscure person who I shouldn't know who it is. You're nope, just this you're actually thing called Psygob. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. This is fine. Squirrel Girl's in it. Moon Girl's in it, I think. Oh, well, that's actually kind of cool. I yeah. mean, I thought it was kind of stupid because it was like a dumb video game kind of tie-in. So I was like, mm-hmm. I don't care. People got crazy about it because it was a first appearance of a character they thought was going to be the next Iron Man. And I, oh. I said, <laughs> you fools. Um, anyway, Witcher, Witch's Lament, number four. Mm. Wolverine by Benjamin Piercy, trade paperback, volume two. Mm-hmm. This is a run of Wolverine that I have very much enjoyed because it feels like an old run of Wolverine, which nice. I like. These are the ones we like. Uh, Wonder Girl number three is out. Mm. And I'm sorry that that says that it's sold out online. I'm 99% sure that that is an inventory mistake and I need to adjust that inventory. Mm. Apologies to everyone affected by that error. Mm. Um, we have X-Men by Chris Claremont and Jim Lee Omnibus Hardcover Volume 1. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. yeah. I love this era of X-Men. I would absolutely consider buying this. Uh, this is 100% something that I would like to have in my library. Yep. This like It doesn't get much better for me in the world of X-Men than this run. I mean, yeah. take that from someone whose favorite X-Man is Maggot, and uh, maybe it's not It's actually sort of surprising if your favorite X-Man is Maggot, because uh, for me, this was my swan song with X-Men. When, when uh, I read it, I didn't last as long. Like, Jim Lee was still drawing it when I quit reading X-Men. Oh, weird. I loved time. this but era. Like, like, no, this era whole, I fucking loved. No, I mean, the, the whole Jim Lee era, like, beginning yeah. to end. The first appearance through... of Omega Red was the last X-Men comic I bought. And I actually, that was right when I quit reading comics. Oh, yeah. Period. Yeah, like, that I just was, didn't read them for years. Oh, like, that. X-Men number four from the... Yeah, whatever five, issue was. I just remember five. that one, getting it, and then just, like, right around then was like I went to college and I just was like ah, I'm not reading these anymore and then I read and then I started reading um, Preacher nice that was the comic that brought me back nice um, you promised me darkness number five I did you uh, promised me darkness I don't know why I promised you that I'm one of the goofiest people you know <laughs> Yes. About this guy. <laughs> like, let me tell you about this genocide I heard about. <laughs> um, nope. They it is a comic book. <laughs> Scary. Spooky. Um, anyway, You Promise Me Darkness is out, and that is the last of the comic books for this week. Yeah. That's it. Kind of a quick one. It was a quick one. But uh, we we still, we have announced in this week's uh, yes. installment of Solid. the newsletter that we're doing our signing. 
uh, that is going to be October 1st. If you want to get a copy of Monsters Unleashed, every single time I want to call it Monsters Unleashed, and it's not Uh, Monsters Unleashed is way less cool than this. Monsters Unleashed was just a fumetti where they just put like bubbles in like Godzilla's mouth, and they were like, it was like Stan Lee making dumb jokes. This (laughs) is actually like real comic artists doing horror comics and really fun interviews. So, 40 fucking dollars, it's going to be signed and it's going to be sketched for $40. Come on, y'all. I'll be here. Of course. First you come want to first served. And no that reserves, is, right? The no reserves on that one. Yeah, so you, I love that. you have to actually show up and and be here to get it. Uh, be a real we fan. you know we will if if there are any leftover we will sell them on the website afterwards, but no promises. Um, and that is the deal. Hmm. And you know what? Uh, I I say that, but you know what? We have a couple of like diehard people who are out of out of town. If you ask me, and you are one of our diehard subscribers, you know what? I'll set one aside for you. Ooh. And I'll I'll have I'll have more do a specific thing for those people. Uh but yeah, obviously Sorry you're too lazy to get here for the signing. <laughs> Sorry Big you're too lazy to fly drum. from California. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. Uh, and that is it. Um, uh, I bought more of the good comics from the dollar <laughs> bin, but there's still tons there. You should go that's, to the dollar bin. That it's is so another good. thing that I'm doing a lot of lately. Oh. I'm going through our back stock, and I am, I am ruthlessly culling our back stock, and yeah. I am putting stuff in there that would go that would be priced and put into the average comic shop's bins, and I am putting stuff in the comic shop's bins that should probably be going to CGC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say uh, from a, but, from a standpoint of having just gone plowed through them again, uh, and and also keep in mind I'm not just cherry picking. Like I like stuff like bad <laughs> Superman comics and like you oh, know man. stuff that like I put in two of the action comics from the era that I love. The one that had the Dead Man backups. Oh, nice! Those, action Comics Weekly. Those are the best. Yeah, and I I read both of them before I put them in too. And I've been doing a lot of that. This has been actually terrible for productivity. I've been like uh-huh. <laughs> every time I go through a big stack of these things, I wind up reading three or four uh, of them. I'm gonna say if you're hankering for some classic like Jim Lee era like yeah. Punisher comics, like there's Ooh, a yeah. ton. And I didn't buy any of those. And that was the other thing was that I put even though even though they're not in bad shape and they're not whatever, I was just like I don't feel like pricing an entire run of Warzone even though. Warzone now goes for money, yeah. which I can't believe. Those all those issues are like six or seven dollars if you buy them online. Oh wow! Yeah, I, like I could no, not I, believe it. I think I mentioned it last and week, and that's in like very fine condition, like not even near mint. Totally. I actually no, I mentioned on the Instagram uh, that that New Mutants annual. I literally was watching a copy yeah. of that, and I was about to spend ten dollars on it on eBay yeah. plus shipping, and I got it for a dollar. Yep. Like. You know, and it's not, you know, it's just like something that I specifically wanted, but like go through the bins. Like yeah, if you're in no, town and can <laughs> stop in, like put on a mask and do it. And also our quarter bins, almost everything in our quarter bin right now is bagged and boarded. Like what? a bag and a board costs 15 cents for God's sake. Yeah. You can't get a quarter comic anywhere that doesn't have a sticker on it. Right, that you exactly. have to peel off and exactly. destroy the comic. So we actually have like two long boxes out front of quarter comics that we're putting out all the time. And I keep putting more in, I keep replenishing it as they, as they diminish because we've got 
so much backstock. I mean, like I have too much backstock in this building mm. and I also have too much backstock in my screen printing space of comics <laughs> and also in my storage space where there are 500 <laughs> long boxes, Holy there's shit. too much there as well. So oh. I need to get rid of some of this because I'm so what really you're saying is it's my birthday. Exactly. I am. <laughs> I am hoarding is what I'm doing. Yeah. So I need to stop that. And, mm. uh, and the best way to do that is to pass the savings on to you. So nice. uh, that's what we're doing. We'll hoard. So you don't have <laughs> exactly. to. Uh, but yeah, really fun stuff. And again, like I was saying before, I like, this is how I got into comics was quarter comics. Mm. It was like, I loved quarter comics. I would, yeah. I would go to flea markets. And as long as it wasn't a dollar, as long as it was under a dollar, I was like, okay, this is cool. I can do this. Totally. And yeah. Was, I did the same thing. You know where I did it though. My gateway quarter comics bins, Lippincott yeah. Books. Do you remember that place oh, in Bangor? Yes. Oh, I, I used to go visit my grandparents who lived in Bangor, and I would go to Lippincott's, and I would just tear. I have still an old All-Star Squadron that's actually signed by Jerry Ordway that I got like at, like, for, so like a quarter weird. at Lippincott's. Like, am, I, am I crazy, or is that the place that Stephen King had his first big signing? It's quite possible. I think that might be. It's, it might have I been. I mean, it's a bookstore that's in Bangor. It was like the bookstore. It might that have wasn't been Mr. Mr. Paperback, Paperback, but it might have been yeah. that one. I used to one go there of the too. two of them. There's a crazy thing. So there's like one of the most valuable modern books in existence. Like there are many copies floating around Bangor. Um, this is the kind of thing that, like, if you were an antique book dealer and you wanted to go crazy, you would put up flyers all around Bangor looking for these first editions, but. When he put out Salem's Lot, uh, he did a signing at one of the local places. It was either Lippincott or Mr. Paperback. And he, I can't remember how many they said that he sold out of there, but it was an insane number. It was like 2,000. Wow. Like a, a huge number for one of those kind of sellers, like things. Yeah. And this edition was the original first edition with a misprint on the page, misidentifying the name of the priest. Huh. I can't remember what they called him, but it had the wrong name for the priest on the jacket. And that weird edition of Salem's Lot is worth a goddamned fortune. Huh. So, if you live in Bangor. so if you live in Bangor and you happen to hit that thing up, You've got a, you know, $5,000, $6,000 book sitting on your shelf. Damn. So, yeah. Pretty no, cool. I mean, back in the day, he used to, like, drive around. He, Stephen King would just be walking around. He had yeah, always, like, reading a book, like, directly in front of his face, just, like, walking down the street. What a strange cool. man. He, he, he was a strange man, but, like, those were fun times. Like, I didn't grow up in Bangor, but my grandparents lived there, so, like, oh, I would go up and... Yeah, I can remember at least a couple times seeing him and like driving by his house and being like, "Oh, that's the spooky house with the Cujo guy." <laughs> I'm so mad because I like I'm a huge Stephen King fan. I've lived in Maine my whole life, and I've never met Stephen King. Uh, my father drove him around for like a day <laughs> because he was a he was a guest at UMPI, and so and my dad was a professor there, and cool. so when he did his talk for Carrie. Like his <laughs> his first book, he went up to talk, and and my dad was like his his like assigned driver for the day to get him to places, and so like they talked all day long, and my dad has like stories about Stephen King and what he was like nice. talking about all sorts of weird shit. And I'm like, man, I worked I'm for his daughter. So jealous, really? Yeah, she has to have a restaurant on Free Street called Tabitha Jeans. Oh no shit. That Tabitha Jeans was her restaurant. That was her his daughter Naomi's restaurant and 
Stephen King, I don't know if he never came in there. He never came in when I was working, but Tabitha Jean came in. Uh, oh, really? More than once that I can remember. I mean, and I didn't got, work there that long. You got a restaurant named after you. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, as I'm, I'm such a Stephen King fan that I, I almost like knocked over his son because I, because he was receiving a phone call from his dad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but he was also like three feet taller than me, so it probably wouldn't have worked. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I was I was walking Joe around town for something. I can't even remember. He came in. He wanted to sign copies of Lock and Key at our shop, and then I was like, "Oh, come over to my wife's shop and sign copies of Horns or whatever." Yeah. And uh, and like on his way out the door, I was walking with him, and his phone went off, and he was like, "Mom, how's it going?" And I was like, "Oh my God, <laughs> Stephen King's with." Her. Oh my God, <laughs> I got to talk to him. <laughs> yeah. And I, it's actually surprising that I didn't go, Hey, can I talk to your dad? <laughs> I mean, Hey, fortune you, favors the bull. You know what I say? Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. That's exactly right. Uh, and then some of those shots leave you incredibly embarrassed and hey. I don't know, pepper sprayed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I gotta, you can't get pepper sprayed through a phone though. That's so true. Uh, anyway, thank you guys for listening. Uh, purchase <laughs> items at coastcitycomics.com. Uh, get the COVID cough here. And, uh, I don't have COVID. <laughs> and uh, get vaccinated, please, for yes. fuck's sake. I mean, Maine's doing pretty good on Maine's that. Do, Maine's your doing pretty well. If you're listening, you're probably I vaccinated. mean, just the odds are that you, not only the fact that, you know, we've made such a big deal of it, but also in Maine, you're 70% likely to be vaccinated. That's good. Isn't that awesome? That's pretty awesome. Hooray for us. 38% where they have the worst COVID that they've ever had, like Tennessee or wherever. And we're losing, uh, luckily we're losing all of our tourists starting next week, which means that I'm losing all my money Mm. and we'll go back to just barely scraping by, but we made a fuck ton of money in these two months. So yeah. Also, but, but, but maybe like the, all of the, the online development that you did during covid will help sustain you through this it is actually something that i am very curious to see because in general uh we inside pool we have a tendency to like almost like start skidding like in january Mm. we lose money every month we basically lose about twenty thousand (laughs) dollars over the course of like four months and then it picks back up and then we like break even in May or June and then we start increasing mm. and then we <laughs> then we bottom out again. It's so crazy. Mm. It's it's never happened this way before so much. Where like because it's so we've gotten so touristy and it's such a like Portland is now a tourist town. We are now a bar harbor. Oh yeah. And it's it's very odd to be in that position. And I I really got lucky because by doing Old Orchard, when we had the Old Orchard surf shop, uh-huh. I was there and I saw what a to- what a an actual tourist town was like. And I saw the patterns and I was like, oh, this is like a, a microcosm of Portland. Hmm. Like, it's just we're making less money, but then we make way less money. And then in Portland, we do this only on a massive scale compared to that oh shit, we need to get prepared for this to get worse because everybody's moving in and there are seasonal people and the yeah. the Airbnbs and that's why we started doing the web stuff. Mm. And so, and luckily, so far, <laughs> knocking on the woods, uh, it's been doing really well for us. So 
Nice. Super helpful, yeah. including, uh, I'm sorry to anybody who wanted a Sean Murphy signed uh, bat cycle, but uh, we blew through all of them. Damn. Uh, yes, those all sold out. We got two remarked ones that we Ooh, sold. This one, this one that you sold has a drawing on yes, it. Yes, two of them were, two of them had drawings on them and the rest of them were just signed. Um, <laughs> Sean was like, no, sell these for more. And I was like, Really? Hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what comic books does. And he was like, yes, no, this is worth more because I did this. And I was like, oh, thanks. Nice. Thanks, John. <laughs> thanks. I appreciate that. What a good friend Speak- to the store. <laughs> Speaking of things that help keep us through the, the cold winter months, uh, the assistance of people like Sean Murphy. Thanks so much for being a friend. Uh, it's very helpful. And, uh, and all of that. So uh, we will see you next week. And uh, until then, continue reading comic books. It's good for you. Yes. Good night. Bye.